You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. From Plano Beaver Studios, it's the Rome Podcast, Quarantine Edition. I'm your host, Homer from LeBeau. <laughs> Did you always say Homer from LeBeau? Oh, yeah, let's not even get into that. <laughs> okay. Homer You have to get out immediately. And well, I'm Rob Cass, by the way. Shows how lonely I am. Sorry about that. That intro. Yeah, we just, we're, we're, yeah. it's Sunday morning. Well, for a lot of you out there. So yeah, we're, here we are. We're, we're just got a special Sunday treat because again, um, we mentioned this before where our schedules are finally synced up as far as our, our schedule, our work schedule. So we can, we're yeah, both for a couple off. weeks anyways, yeah. uh, you know, so yeah, it's, it's been all right, you know, having the weekends off and not being able to go anywhere. That yes. uh, kind of sucks, but, uh, yeah, you know, but at least they're, uh, um, loosening stuff up. Uh, just a few things. One year ago, I think it was yesterday as of this recording, um, we, there's a lot of stuff on Instagram and all over social media. The Raptors won their first championship a year ago already. And because I think of you referred to it as just their championship, their championship. Yeah. Well, you know, but it could be their first of many, maybe guy can hope. Right. <laughs> so, so it was, it was kind of, it was really cool. Cause there's a lot of stuff online that we were emailing. It's like, Oh yeah, that happened a year ago. Wow. It just, and because of the NBA and all the other sports that are paused right now. Right. It's, and then we don't have, they haven't crowned a new champion. So it's like, wow, this is just, we, it just, we get this extra time as champions, but it's not really, you know, like we, yes, we know, yes, the Raptors aren't the 2020 champions, but they are the last champions. So, you know, it, it, yeah. it, that counts for some, the same thing happened to us with the blue Jays in 1993, they strike the year after. And then we got an extra year of saying, well, yeah, they're not. They're still defending champions, I guess, because there hasn't been one in between. That's true, but uh, the way that the um, the way that our American friends are doing things down south, uh, I don't think we're going to see basketball for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, COVID's actually kind of exploding again, and again, is this this uh, the second wave that everybody's talking? No, that's what everybody's kind of saying, but really, it's they still hadn't handled the first wave. Right. So it's an irresponsible handling of the first wave that's causing it to roar back. Like, because a lot of people were like, you're pinching on our rights, our rights for haircuts. <laughs> so yeah. the governors are like, well, this is going to hurt my voting chances. Well, yeah, you're, yeah, man, go ahead. You're free to go. And then all of a sudden, in like four days, and actually in two days, Florida racked up 4,400 cases. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, it's insane. It's just like they didn't want to listen. And, and now, they're like, hey, I don't get it. Why are we all sick? Um, I, I think I might know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, and yeah. don't get me wrong. It's not everybody. I know that the um, – I've seen the map, and the majority of the mid and northern states, uh, even though some of them are less populated, right? Um, a lot of them are, are, are we're being responsible, and, and the numbers are going down. But this southern and east coast states, now this isn't – uh, I'm not picking on one, you know, I know America likes to divide themselves in half these days. I'm not picking yeah, yeah. on either side. Yeah. Both sides, your numbers suck. Everything from New York to Texas to California, yeah. it all, it's all bad. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and also, too, anybody trying to politicize 
this COVID pandemic. Come on. Like, how is it? I just, it's, this is what, again, we're not a political show. I know I say this all the time when, right before I get into a political rant, (laughs) (laughs) but, but it's, it's how, how do you, we're not a political show. How does it become, how does it become where it's like you're, you're anti-protesting if you're Republican, but you're pro, but you're anti-COVID if you're Republican, but you're also pro you mean, like it's, yeah. it's like if, if you if you so a lot of them a lot of the conservatives are like look at these protesters that's horrible yeah right like uh, stop stop protesting you, you okay so the, okay there's that yeah but on a covid side they're like we need to protest yeah exactly <laughs> yeah they show up at government buildings with ar-15s and yet Nothing happens, but then when 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 you have the other protests going on, even where they're actually fighting, not for the right to go get a haircut, for the right to literally breathe, breathe. without having yeah, yeah. someone kneeling on you. That oh no, you can't do that. So it just it just it's ridiculous. And we're, not, we're not talking about the uh, the the rioters, those other no. groups that are there just to cause shit. We're talking about the peaceful protesters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who just sat down and and march and 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 just did nothing wrong and they were attacked. Exactly. It was, it was ridiculous. So on that note though, um, happy birthday to the American president today as we're recording. He's 74. And as a special treat, I was looking up uh, on Twitter this morning and I was like, uh, Mm -hmm. what's hashtagging Um, right now. Trump where hashtag Trump wears adult diapers is hashtagging on his birthday. (laughs) Uh, And you know how much he loves Twitter. It's, and again, is it true? I don't know, but you know, it, it just, it, you know, it, it is, it is. Oh, Carlos Candido was chiming in. He says, look at these cocks. Howdy. <laughs> hey, thanks Carlos. <laughs> Carlos knows that when he, when he, when he messages yeah, Carlos the show. Carlos knows what a dick looks like. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got a mirror. He's got me. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Shots fired. So here we go. Uh, so Trump wears adult diapers. Is it just uh, playful fun or is it? I don't know. It just- Maybe it's 45 divided by 74 is huggies. <laughs> is this uh, how the math works? I don't know. Look, let's, I'm not going to either way. Let's just steer clear of that. Yes. Yeah. So that's, uh, uh, ooh, that's something else. Okay. One more thing that's trending today. I just picked up a few screenshots. Uh, Generation Xers going after millennials okay. <laughs> online. Now, now, a lot of times people will go after millennials and they'll call them millennials, but don't realize that millennials technically are in their 30s now. Yeah. Like 20s and yeah. 30s. Yeah. And then you have like the Gen Zs and in the middle there, the Zennials, but mostly Gen oh, okay. Zs are the okay. young generation. Yeah. Where, so we're, 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 we're firmly in. Generation yeah. X. Yeah, we're Generation X, but we're usually when they're talking about like the the twenty year olds and younger. Yeah, like the mid twenties and younger. Those are the Gen Zs. And well, when does when is the third? When is the is it what eighty four is when millennial starts and Gen X? And, yeah, like Zennials technically dates? fart start. They technically fart. They, yes, they technically they start from like seventy seven to eighty four. So it's kind right. of a mid generation between Gen X and millennials, mm-hmm. right? But uh, then you have the Gen Zs that are like mostly starting from the year 2000 yeah, or, or, you know, 96, whatever it is, something, something like that. But anyways, okay. So, so ahead. here we go. I just took a screenshot. These are like these people commenting and one guy's like, they be 43 talking about, I'm a Hufflepuff, like grow up and do a line of Coke already. <laughs> 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 uh, it, it, um, I mean, it's the adult thing to do. 
Yeah, and then somebody's like, millennials will attack you if you disrespect their Harry Potter house. Um, <laughs> millennials be like, yikes, I'm adulting right now. I need to go get avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> and and this goes on and on and on. So <laughs> if, you're, uh, if you are indeed a Generation Xer and you want to have a, a, a good laugh, just, just search it on Twitter. And, and you'll find like these these things that are going around. <laughs> like, and Generation Xers, you got to realize we grew up with Eddie Murphy, Delirious. You know, we, um, we uh, Andrew Dice Clay, Sam Kinison, where <laughs> where you Eddie can't Murphy, like Eddie, uh, yeah, yeah. So you, we can't and, and, you can't go toe to toe with a Gen Xer when it comes to because they'll just cut you right down as soon as yeah. you leave that opening. <laughs> yeah, we're. Uh, the, the, this whole thing where the people are like trying to insult troll you online that don't work on us man no we don't care <laughs> we've been we don't even, we don't know how to log on the facebook let alone give a shit what you <laughs> say it's like i'm gonna say this and you're this and that and like are you trying to hurt my emotions i'm sorry <laughs> we had those burnt away <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> you know everything from uh from like your your favorite hero turning out to be a, a serial killer to uh, watching your heroes get exploded out of the sky when they're trying to go to the moon. We've been through so much shit that you think calling me a, a bad name is going to make me feel bad? Yeah, exactly. Oh, baby doll, you're going to have to try a lot harder than yeah. that. On something called a TikTok? I have no <laughs> idea what you're doing. <laughs> yes. All right. So so if, you're, if you want a good lap, and again, it is for fun. Relax, millennials. Again, like millennials are actually listening to the Roman yeah, fucking yeah, podcast. They're like, they're like uh, you guys are always making fun of us. Yeah, but it's just so easy. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. And and it, I think uh, we remember when we started, our hardest part, remember, because we, again, we've been at this 221 straight episodes, a weekly show. And our thing was because when we started, we were early forties, um, was like, Hey, tell all your friends about the podcast and all our friends were like, what's a fucking podcast. Yeah. Now, everybody knows now, but at the time it was like, how do I do that? I'm like, yeah, our, how, I, I would listen to your show, but we, I can't, I don't know where it is. I'm like, it's on your phone right now. Yeah. I'm like, see that little button there that says pod that for Apple. Yeah. Search. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. <gasps> really? Those, like those I've had that. Usually, and those are usually the younger people. Yeah, exactly. And we had to explain it to him. We're like, that's that was the joy of being Gen X. Well, like, yeah. You know if, if you remember when we started, we we actually made like a joking tutorial video of a screenshot of my iPhone saying, this is how you find a podcast, you bunch <laughs> of idiots. <laughs> now, fast forward, this is something we're going to get into. This is going to be the meat of our show. Um, we were discussing just prior uh, the Joe Rogan stuff that's going on now we've gone from actually trying to explain what a podcast is to people to now it's basically tell tell everybody what we were talking yeah, about before. what happens is is that uh now what's happening is that the industry you know film industry uh, uh usually like music industry right and also those who were production companies who record uh, stand-up comedians they're trying to get their fingers into podcasting well mo you know and trying to own people's stuff right and most podcasters are, are aware. They're like, no, man, it's my shit. They're like, no, yeah. no, you sell us a percentage of your podcast. We've got advertisers and uh, you're going to make all kinds of money. Yeah, but then what happens is when things get go south, mm. you're not making money or they have three other podcasters who are not making money. Right. They put that shit on you. Yeah. They come back and they go, it's your fault. So we're going to expense all this stuff off of you. So the, the, um, 
I think it was from that movie Anvil, but the uh, Bill Burr had mentioned it. He said, you're better off owning 100% of your content and only selling 20,000 albums, albums yeah. units or whatever, right? Than not owning any of it and sending t- and, and, and selling 20 million. You'll make more money off that 20,000. Yep. So uh, I think he was giving a couple examples. He's like, uh, he had one point, he had a show where it was 60 40. He owned 60%, they owned 40%. But they made their money off the gross. He made his money off the net and he had to pay for all expenses. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So by the time so, he was done, right, mm-hmm. he made almost no money and they made a shit ton of money off him. Right. So uh, another negotiated and said, um, you know, like, oh, well, we'll own your podcast. He's like, no. He's like, you won't. And they were trying to go back and forth. He said, well, ownership shouldn't be a big deal for you, uh, Bill. And he's like, well, if it shouldn't be such a big deal for me, it shouldn't be such a big deal for you. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, like we got to, they're, they're trying to charge uh, 4500 bucks for um, for uh, editing every <laughs> month, 2500 oh, yeah. bucks for using their copier every month. He goes, yeah. we got those things here. We don't need to charge us that money. Are you charging that to everybody? No. Yeah, there's start, lots there's, of there's, stories. Yeah. So I basically, it's, it's like an album, like a, like a record deal. A lot of like, say, uh, just top of my head, like let's say if you have a, a record label and you signed Aerosmith back in the day, well, you had a bunch of other bands that didn't quite make it, but the meat of your, of your, yeah. Of, what of they refer to income. as uh, uh, Hollywood accounting, yeah. right? Whereas they, they, they like to, because the way it works is, you make a deal with a company. All right, okay, we're going to go into business together. This is how much each get a percentage. But the money always goes to them first. Right. They figure out their expenses, and then they send you the balance. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, that means that they can rip you off. You can't rip them off. Yeah. But they could front load all kinds of expenses and garbage on there. And all of a sudden, your piece gets smaller and smaller and smaller, right? And yeah. that's what happens with a lot of movies. Like, uh, even though some movies made a whole shit ton of money, that there's still... People going like, "Hey, well, I didn't get it. I didn't get." It. That's why you always see actors suing movie companies twenty years later. Yeah, for the back end, and they're yeah. like, "Oh no, we're still we're still making a loss on that movie," which is yeah. bullshit because yeah. you can see the box office numbers. Yeah, that they made their money the weekend after. Yeah, so it's ridiculous. And also, too, a lot of uh, a lot of record companies, even I know they, I know even up to twenty years ago, they were signing bands. And basically when they, oh, I signed a record deal. No, they had all, they had the studios, they had the producers, they had this and that. And they basically, they loaned you the money to make their album. And then you had to pay that shit back. So like if you spent a hundred grand making your, your, your first, your debut album, you were paying that back. And then once you're touring and everything else, maybe you can start seeing, that's why a lot of, a lot of a lot of bands they they wouldn't make any money off the record sales, but they needed the record sales because they needed to be on the radio because where they make their money is touring. So after they yeah, had a little bit of after they had a little bit of control, though, if like if Roman if, if the Roman podcast hit big, you're right, and you and we have millions and millions of followers, and we're taking our show on the road and we're doing like theater tour right with this show, we couldn't you couldn't do the show without us. Right. So that's the negotiating power. But for them, if they have our, if they had our entire back catalog and they were selling ads on our back catalog and they own part of it, well, we can't do anything about that. You so want that you know, same right? advice goes out to rappers, goes out to everybody. Yep. Stop selling your catalogs. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's why you end up three years later, no money, broken a ditch. Somebody else owns your entire catalog. Yep. Look how long it took for Michael Jackson <laughs> to try to buy his catalog back. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. It took him his entire life to get it back. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think Paul McCartney had it for a long time. That's another musician. Well, no, no, actually, uh, Paul McCartney. Uh, oh, when, he, he helped him. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jackson asked him when they were doing a say, say, say video or something or, or that girl is mine off thriller album. And Jackson asked Paul McCartney, what do you, what, what advice do you have for me? And he's like, own music. That's where the money is. Cause That's once, a, every sorry, time yeah, it plays I on the radio, you, that. That's yeah. Right? Yeah. So he gets, so, Michael Jackson turned turned around and bought the Beatles live <laughs> catalog, and, and then when yeah, so when Paul McCartney was asked about it, he's like, "Well, do you want to buy?" It? Someone said, "Do you want to buy your?" I think it was Oprah or something. Said, "Do you want to buy your songs back?" He goes, "No, I can't. I'm not going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars buying yesterday because I wrote it. It's mine. Everybody knows it's mine, you know. And it's just like just so I can have the royalties. It's like it's it's his. How do you yeah. buy something?" It's yours. It's it's a very exactly. complicated. And like yeah. you're saying with Joe Rogan, uh, we talked about this earlier. His big deal with Spotify, but even before that, people wanted to buy into his show because he had millions of millions of subscribers. They've asked him one question. They, they've asked him one question so far. They're just like, do you, do you know who your first guest is? And he goes, as soon as they asked me that, he goes, even though Spotify has said they're going to be hands off, they're going to let him do his own thing, they're just kind of asking the question, Yeah. hey, do you know who your first guest might be? And immediately he was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. out of my business. Yeah. So be- he yeah, goes, but they've, been, they've been pretty good. He says, uh, but uh, what, what Joe Rogan, uh, sorry, what um, Bill Burr had said was that he had done an album. He had done a CD. Right. It was done ready, but he needed somebody to dist- distribute it. Yeah. So he went up to his measuring company that he made his, because what they do is you'll make a special as a comic, right? They'll record you at a theater. Yep. And they're like, oh, sure, we can put that out. But they wanted to own the CD. He's like, no, 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 I already have it made. It's already done. Yeah. I just need you to, to do distribution. Distribute. And they fought to try to own the entire thing. And that's where he told them, go to hell. Yeah, you, this is a, he goes. So he fought and he ended up by getting the deal he wanted. But he's like, they tried every smarmy trick in the book mm-hmm. to, to get ownership of that. Another time is, well, th- they'll do is they'll, they'll tell a comic, look, we got the money. We didn't get a lot of money. We got the money to film your special. Right. A tight window. We get one chance of doing it. And then you get there on the day and you realize that the money that they that you got for your special, they actually got more of that. Right. And they're cramming two or three comics in the same theater and filming all the specials all at once. Yep. And they're getting getting themselves a three for one deal. Yeah, exactly. So they got paid the same amount for all three, but they're using the budget from one act. Yep. And only paying them a small percentage instead of paying them the full amount. So um, I know that uh, it was Bill, not Bill Hader, but um, the guy who does the goat voices there. Goat uh, voices? Yeah, he does it. Like, eh, he does that voice uh, as a goat. I don't know. If, um, I, I forgot no his idea. That comedian's name. He's, he was on SNL. It was okay. real funny. But anyways, when he did his thing, they you know they they filmed the special. The uh, um, the company claimed that the box office, like the the ticket sales, belonged right. to them. The oh, fuck, because he packed because the they because they were filming that 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 special that day and everything that for that day was theirs for production. Oh Jesus! And he's like, no, they came to see Bill Burr. That money, uh, not Bill Burr, but uh, yeah, Bill whoever Hader, is, yeah, yeah, Bill Hader, whoever it was. Uh, he's like. Um, that that money is mine. They they came to see me, whether we were filming or not. That was happening. Yeah, exactly. And to the point where they went all the way to court, uh, and uh, on his way to court, this is like obviously multiple stages of getting through court. But on the the very last day of court or whatever it was, his management company, his manager, 
who was who he was in the court battle with had an anxiety attack on his way to court. <laughs> and in the end, he ended up by winning because it's his yeah. money. It yeah. is his money. Yeah, exactly. You know, so anyways, my advice is to podcasters. Uh, if you get anybody, get Jim Brewer. Yeah, yeah, Jim Brewer. Yeah. yeah, it was Jim Brewer. Yeah. Uh, anybody who has a podcast and that somebody's stepping around because they are interested in it, always retain ownership, no matter what it is. Even if it's yeah. 10%, they're like, ah, oh, it's just 10%. They will dump every expense in the world on you to the point where your 90% will disappear. Yep. And they'll hold you responsible for stuff that is not your problem. Yeah. Like uh, when they were trying to get ownership of Bill Burr's stuff, he's like, why are you so interested in getting ownership? He said, well, look, uh, we had some bad experiences with like uh, the, these three comics. We didn't make any money. He's like, that's not my fucking fault. It's your fucking fault. Yeah. Because you could have asked me, I would have told you not to fucking sign those fucking morons. They're not fucking funny. Well, goes, yeah. But don't dump those problems on me. Exactly. Goes, Again, it's just excuses. So keep whatever it is, own your content. If you want people to advertise, that's great. If you want to get into partnerships, where you own your content and you basically work out a deal right. about what, what can and can't be done or, you know, but no matter what, always own your content uh, because uh, the music industry has been completely um, pilfer perforated or pilferated with pilfered. Yeah. Yeah. yeah raped and pillaged. With, 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 <laughs> yeah, raped and pillaged, pillaged with these people, the yeah. music industry, the movie industry is like that. Podcasting is not. And, and don't get me wrong. They're going to get some young guy who has no clout, yeah. who nobody's heard of. They realize he's going to be a big talent. They're going to swoop in. They're going to give him a sweetheart deal. They're going to own all this shit, and he's going to sign because he's like, hey, they're going to give me 90000 bucks." Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, but then anything you own, anything you make, and you're tied to them for 20 years. Yeah, exactly. And that, while that being said, uh, the entire Roman podcast catalog, all 221 episodes now are for sale. So if you... <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I think I think I would have a very difficult time where it's like, yeah, we own the name. It's like, yeah, but my name is actually Robert Cast. Yeah, but Cast Podcast. Uh, I'm like, wait, so I can't use my name anymore? I can't like, I that, that's me. I <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, sir. You we all have there, to. there could be some legal repercussions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there you go. So uh, yeah, that being said, uh, yeah, own your stuff. And and again, we. We take the route of we don't have we have uh, network affiliates which are great because we we help share yeah. the love and and share every, what everybody's doing on all our, all the networks are on but we we own a hundred percent of our stuff we don't have any advertisers we never have um, we don't I mean we dabbled in a bit with Amazon in the early days was basically but it, it really wasn't worth it for us it wasn't like why are we directing traffic to them and even yeah. it, it was for and pennies this is not just yeah. for podcasters. Because technology is changing so much, right? Like, look, if you're a TikToker and yeah. you you have a million followers, and all of a sudden somebody wants to pair up with you to do brand deals and all that, great. But if they say, yeah, but we want to own forty percent of your content, no, 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 just keep it. No matter what you make as a creator, always retain your rights of ownership. There you go. Because you oh. will, you will, even if you make minimal money, you're like, oh, I can be making millions. No. Mm -hmm. No. They would, they would, they would expense that million away from you, and you would be making less to no money. Yeah, there you so. go. So that being said, own your own shit, and good luck. And and if if it's yeah. if it's good enough, you're you're always gonna have. I mean, you're always gonna have that. So here we go. Uh, are you ready to finish off the show with some uh, unsolicited advice? Sure. Okay. Let's uh, let's hop into this before we take off today. Here it goes. Eight years ago, I began an online relationship with a high school friend. We are now forty-five and forty-six. 
for a while we just talked then flirted and then then for for about four months in it became physical it didn't take long for me to completely fall in love with him the problem is he was married over the eight years we maintained a secret crazy hot relationship but he was controlling and not always nice to me i gave him more i gave i gave more than he did and it would always seem to be on his terms, always. I could not message him unless he messaged me first. I could never call. I lived by his rules for eight years until it ended. It's been over for a few weeks, and I'm having a hard time moving on or letting go. I can't properly mourn the loss of a relationship that no one knows that I was even in. He is still married, and I am miserable. It was weird and awful relationship that should not have been, but I still love him. How do I move on from this? How do I let go and stop hurting? I have unfriended him on Facebook and stopped following him on social media. And thanks to the coronavirus, I don't have to see him out now. But that will change eventually. Any advice on how to not love him anymore? Well, holy fuck. <laughs> well, it's like any other breakup. Uh, first of all, I don't feel bad for you. He was married. You knew that. You know, you can see like he was controlling. He would dictate this. Yeah, because he's married. Yeah. You know, there's, that's the thing about being a mistress. And that's what you were. You're the mistress. Yep. Right. You weren't his girlfriend. That's right. All right. You were his mistress. So there are rules of being a mistress. Yes. You, could, you, you can't show up. You can't show up in the middle of the night when it's raining and you're crying. And, and, and okay. Let, let's preface this by, by saying if it goes the other way too. If, yes, if, of course. If, the, if a woman is cheating on her husband and you're the, yeah. you're a, okay. Just right off the hop, even though we can't change, she's asking what she should do now, and yeah. we can't well, change like what what breakup. happened. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like any other breakup. Yeah, you uh, get together with your girlfriends you've abandoned. Yeah, right. <laughs> or your <laughs> dude, or your bros. You're like, why well, didn't tell anybody about the relationship? Right. Well, then what you do is you tell your girlfriends you're in a relationship with a married ski instructor that has moved out of the pro uh, the, the province or state. <laughs> yes. You know, and you just you just you don't tell them who it is. If you want, you can, but then you're going to have a vengeful girlfriend calling mm -hmm. his wife and going like, do you know what your husband did? You don't want that headache. Yeah. Right. So you make up a fake person, but all everything else is the same. Yes. Right. Even given the same name, if you want, if his name was Tony, call him Tony. It's a lot easier to lie when the pieces of truth in there. Yeah. Right. And then you just go out with your girlfriends, you get drunk, you know, and then you, you get over it, you know, pint of ice cream like most people do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and just do the steps that you normally to mourn a relationship. Yeah. I understand it, 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 it hurts, but it's, <sighs> it's just like, well, there's, there's not much you can do without fucking up somebody's entire life. Well, and, and, and the thing is it's a, anything, if this guy gets outed, that's his fault. You cheated on your wife for eight years and she should be like, not naive. You honestly think he was, he was not with his wife physically in the whole eight years they've been together, like, like she would know something was up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so you're, you're I, I understand what's, what's really commendable. And it sounds awful to say this. <laughs> what's really commendable is she, she knew the, she knew the rules of the relationship and she yeah. stuck by them. You know I mean, and it's like, okay, that's great. Like if she's, if, but and he would message first. She didn't want to fuck up his relationship. She didn't want to, and that's fine. Like it's so, but you can't. If the guy's cheating on his wife, you can't be pissed that. I mean, he's kind of like, oh, it's over. Okay, well, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? Like, it's so, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And that's, that's just it. Like it's the, those are the rules. She agreed to those rules. Yeah. Right. So now she has to mourn that relationship within those rules. And yeah. it sucks. Yeah, it does. And, and again, it's, it's, but she can, she can do whatever she wants right now. It's just, it was never serious to begin with because he was married. And yeah, again, and, and like, so whether she was expecting at first, it was kind of like, Oh, well, there's no commitments. There's no attachments. And then eventually fell into that spot where, Oh my God, I'm so in love with him. Well, you, you knew the rules from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. You know, he wasn't hundred percent. So that, and, that and burden it's, it's, falls on you. Yeah. It's a, yeah. So it's unfortunate you got a hundred percent in and you know, and you know, some, Hey, we get it. Like sometimes a little isn't, is enough and to tide you over and, but maybe now with a clean break and how are you seeing him socially anyway? Like, oh, I'm, hey, okay. I'm sure they're going places that nobody, well, no, but let's just say, oh, like vegan of, restaurants. because, because yeah, <laughs> because of COVID, <laughs> because of COVID-19, they, they haven't been out at, around. Yeah, she, has, she hasn't had to bump into him anywhere. It's like, wait a second. Well, so you're assuming are you, that happened now. This could have been a story that the, even no, no, she said, that's what she said. She said, because of what's going on right now, she doesn't have to worry about bumping into him. But once this COVID thing's over, like she's going to have to, that's going to happen. It's like, wait a second. So was he out with his wife and you were bumping into him? It's like, oh, come on. Like, well, technically, I'm their babysitter. Like, oh, God. Uh, no, yeah. So again, you knew it was fucking stupid. Yeah, uh, and it, it hurts, and and you you the heart wants what the heart wants, and you can't help the way you felt, and it's. But unfortunately, now this is probably the best thing that could ever happen. It's over. Find somebody who's emotionally and and actually available. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's it, it sucks, but this is honestly my advice. In the end, this is the best thing that ever happened to her, and I hope. She yeah. Oh no, definitely, definitely, because this is it's not a good situation. No, like right. you said, I'm sure it started off as just for fun. You know, like they said, like we were having like, uh, like, because uh, there's always a big thrill yes. when, you're, when you're hiding stuff from people, when you're having a relationship nobody knows about. And it's even if you're, even if it's just the two of you, you're hiding it from family or coworkers. Yep. Very exciting. Yeah. But after that many years, it turns into something else. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it, it sucks. But just eat your pint of ice cream and move on. And move on. That's right. All right. Well, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna put a uh, put the show to bed. On and that's a uh, that's great advice. So if you want to find the show on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Roman Podcast. If you want to find myself, I am at Robert MM Cast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to find Roman LeBeau, he is the Roman LeBeau on Twitter and Instagram, and Roman Citizens on absolutely everything else, including uh, Snapchat, Christian Grinder. Um, I own your podcast.com. I own your podcast.com, all that other good stuff. Don't forget RomanPodcast.com or .ca. Take it right to our T Public store for all our merch, our vintage logo, our current logo, our COVID logo, our Christmas logo, anything you want on absolutely anything you can possibly imagine. Get all your Roman Podcast merch at RomanPodcast.com. The networks are on the Tangible Network, the EMC Podcast Network, the Points of Interest Podcast Network, and we're also sponsored by Emotionally 14. I implore you to Google all four of those places if you are bored and you need a lot more audio content. I see this on Twitter every day. Hey, any podcast recommendations? Yeah, I know you're trying to boost your, your, your connectivity on Twitter, but Google all four of those places. You will not be disappointed. You need not ask on Twitter anymore.
So check out all those for for and you will, will not be disappointed. Uh, what else do we got? Oh yeah, tasty nudes, tasty nude campaign. Uh, you can send them your tasty nudes to Roman. He, uh, gmail.com. If you have any tasteful nudes, I'm a happily married man, but I can peruse a tasteful nude. Uh, the same address, gmail.com for all your tasty and tasteful nudes. And last but not least, our review reach round. If you would like to give Roman or Rob a review reach round, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a star rating and uh, yeah, a star rating and review, and we call that the review reach around. That's right. That's a five star. Who the fuck is Jim Brewer? Reach around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, until next time, I'm Rob Gast. And I'm your host, Roman LeBeau. We'll see you next time. Later. What would you do with the powers of creation? Would you speak of triumph? Would you talk of joy? Or would yours be a chorus of rage? The Tangent Bound Network is seeking those with the powers of voice to join an international network of podcasters. Visit tangentboundnetwork.com and let your voice be heard. You are listening to the Points of Interest Podcast Network. You can find us at poipodcast.com. Make pod.